now recording. Creep. I fucking hate that. <laughs> now, now recording. recording. <laughs> um. All right. So, in the last episode, we kind of all met each other. Well, Lawrence and uh, Maxine met NOP, and Kieran and uh, Vincent. You guys traveled together to Bellingham to figure out what was causing these killings at Bullweather Lake. And it turned out it was a naiad who was trying to defend her home. And you guys convinced her to let you uh, take her in like a little cooler to Lake Patton and release her into a lake that will not get demolished or fucked up in any way. You guys sat down on the lakeside for a little while, just hanging out. Um, and then what were you, what is your plan on what comes next? Where are you guys headed? Uh, were we headed back to the bar? I suppose so. Is everyone agreed with that? Sounds good to me. All right. What do you guys listen to on the way back? We only listen to KK Slider covers of Top 40's <laughs> hit. Oh my God. Only. That's all I have in my car. That makes sense. Seems like um, Lawrence would be an Animal Crossing fan. Oh no, he doesn't know what Animal Crossing is. Oh, he just really likes K.A. Slider's voice. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, so you guys drive... Well, let's see. It's probably... When you release a Nyad, it's kind of late in the night, so I guess you guys... uh, I guess you guys just sleep in your van um, besides the lake. And Kieran and Co. go to a nearby motel and stay the night. Hopefully not one of the bad ones of Bellingham. Cause we have some shady fucking motels here <laughs> as Jack would very well know. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kieran and Vincent and you, you all get a room together. I guess you got like two beds. Kieran will just share one with Vinny. You get a bed of your own cause you're huge and kind of in the middle of like unpacking and unwinding. There's like the TV is playing, Oh, like some late night talk show that like nobody's really paying attention to. Vincent kind of looks at you and OB and is like, so uh, what do you what do you think of the other two? So far, they seem nice. Um, nicer than most people that I've met. Yeah, that's good. They were they were really nice. Um, yeah, they're they're kind of a, they're kind of s- strange ones, uh, especially, you know, one of them being a ghost and all that's unconventional, to say the least. Yes, normally we uh, deal with ghosts in other ways. Yeah, Kieran kind of just looking at the TV absentmindedly is like, <laughs> bit of a dead weight if you ask me. And Vinny kind of does an awkward laugh. NOP just kind of tilt, tilts its head to the side, understanding that it was a joke, but not quite finding it funny. <laughs> Kieran kind of picks up like a nearby brochure and starts flipping through like, all right, what do you guys want to eat? What are you in the mood for, NOP? Um, something with chocolate, please. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. All right, I'll get you dessert. We'll get some uh, Chinese food. How about that? Classic. Do people ever mix chocolate and onions? Would not recommend that. Absolutely not. But I guess we can order some extra and give it a shot. And yeah, you guys get your food. Um, <laughs> You try onions and chocolate. What do you think of it? Uh, NOP likes the extreme taste of both mixing together. Vinny is trying very hard not to throw up in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, so you guys spend your night in a motel. Um, your car is parked outside. 
And going back to Lawrence and Maxine, what are you guys talking about? Um, I think we're like mid argument about the merits of the B movie um, <laughs> as a film. I'm trying to convince Maxine that we don't need to get any other movies. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. Objectively, it is an interesting movie, but I have watched it. I don't even know how many times. I need something else to watch, man. It's a bee movie about bees. It's a bees movie. Like a B-E-E movie that's also a letter B movie. Come on. How much I, else do you I know in I've your life? It. I remember. <laughs> okay, so if you don't want to watch like the amazing comedic skills of... um. Jerry Seinfeld, what what would you suggest? Shrek 2. Just just 2? You don't want to watch the first one even? Well, I can also watch the first one, but second is my favorite. I'll see if I can find us a Shrek double feature then, I guess. <laughs> Maxine, you hear a you hear a voice uh in your ear say, "How about Ghost?" That Hmm. I I understand that's a joke, but that's a that would be a good option. Lawrence, you did not hear anything. What would be a good option? I thought we already settled on getting Shrek 1 and 2 double feature. Oh, uh, Ghost. You seen it? Is that the one with the pottery? Patrick Swayze? <laughs> yeah. That's like the only thing I remember from that movie. I mean, I didn't know you were into Patrick Swayze. We could probably get you a couple of Patrick Swayze books. Books. I think movies. it'd be good for your soul, Max. Uh-oh, y'all. It's getting kind of hazy. Okay, so um, I guess I'll I'll try to find all the Patrick Swayze movies I can for you, since you're sudden fervor oh. for <laughs> Mr. Swayze. You know what would be good? The talented Mr. Ripley. Your voice, well, I mm, haven't seen that one. It it's really good. Okay, this this movie list is getting kind of long. <laughs> where we're gonna get. Patrick Swayze's entire filmography, Shrek 1 and 2, and The Talented Mr. Ripley. I don't know if... I mean, Patrick Swayze is optional, but... No, no, I don't think he is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not the one who's watching these. You don't know, maybe maybe I do want to watch them. Maybe I do want to watch Patrick Swayze, like, tenderly, um, you know, spoon with a woman doing pottery or something like that. Was that how it was, or was she spooning him? I think he was spooning her. He was doing the thing where he's, like, guiding her hands. Yeah, gently over the pottery wheel. In a sensual manner. Like Why, how, how come you, you never do that to me? Swing? How, how come you never wheel? spoon me to teach me how to make pottery? You know what? Show me a pottery wheel. We can do this. I mean, we're in Washington. There's a lot of, like, hippie folks here. There's gotta be a pottery studio we could break into. Alright, let's go then. He starts furiously Googling the nearest nearest pottery (laughs) studio. (laughs) Uh, You hear the voice next to you be like, quite the character you deal with. Sorry, who is this? It's Rory. You would definitely recognize it. Is he just calling me on Bluetooth? No, he's, (laughs) if you look, he is kind of uh, sitting behind you, just kind of watching this happen with a um, bit of a smirk, but... Lawrence is fully unaware that he exists. 
Unless you've told him about him. Oh, no, I I don't think so. I'm going to kind of look over my shoulder and be like, we're, we're having some important discussions here. Uh, what's up? I just wanted to chime in, put in my own preferences, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have any more suggestions? Oh, let me see. Uh, Patrick Swayze. That's dirty dancing, right? Maybe. I don't remember. Well, I wouldn't mind a little bit of something a little less macabre, perhaps. Okay, okay. Uh, hmm. About some fun, like, 80s classics. But Ferris Bueller. You like that one? I don't believe I've seen it. Ooh, you're in for a treat. Okay. Lawrence? Huh, what? We're getting Ferris Bueller. You know, good call. (laughs) That's a good one. I've already... Uh, found a couple of um, couple of downloads. So I got Dirty Dancing to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. Mm-hmm. Ghost for whatever reason. Black Dog. Don't know what that one is. I'm just kind of downloading everything I see with Patrick Swayze in it at this point. Um, I think my computer's not going to be usable for a while. <laughs> Are you torrenting movies? Yeah. Through the Walmart Wi-Fi? <laughs> yes. I am. <laughs> what are they going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah, all right. That in a van, he is hard to catch. Yeah, that that's... <laughs> Any other suggestions <laughs> to put into the download queue? I'm going to look back over at my shoulder at Rory. Yeah, he just gives you a smile. Okay. Um, hmm. How do you feel about Godzilla? Godzilla! Oh, that's a choice. There's so many of them, though. Do, uh... Don't do the one with, um... Oh, the guy from Ferris Bueller. It's the same dude, isn't it? Uh... In it? <laughs> Sorry, I should say in it. <laughs> uh... You know, I don't really like the American Godzilla movies. While I was going through this, I went ahead and grabbed a couple other classics for you. So you will be watching Say Anything and Dead Poet Society. That is not an option. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Ooh, what about Jaws? (gasps) Jaws. Oh. By the way, how much of their conversation can I hear? Like, I'm assuming that anything that she says to Rory, I'm not hearing. But if she directs it at me... I kind of like the <laughs> the classic if she's ta- she's talking to just some invisible person, a ghost talking <laughs> to a ghost. It's a double ghost. You can't perceive it. What is a reaper but it just a double ghost? A double ghost. <laughs> Jaws, come on! You really want to watch that one? Do you not like Jaws? What's wrong? Oh, with Jaws you? sucks. Those are fighting words. Oh, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna like reach out. And just, like, grab the back of Lawrence's neck. Oh, okay, okay, I don't like that. That (laughs) felt weird. Please stop that, actually. Okay, fine. Jaws is the best movie ever made. What the fuck? Thank you. Please don't ever touch me again. (laughs) Nice and cold, refreshing. Thought you'd like that. No, it feels like I was having, you know, a warm, peaceful sleep and somebody dumped a bucket of ice water on me. Do you have any siblings? Do they ever do that to you? Oh, my older brother was the worst. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Yeah, you're an only child. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. 
That's what you get. You didn't you didn't get the the character building experience of having your shitty older brother dump ice water on you. Don't worry, I got him back though. What did you do? Don't worry about it. I got even though. I got even. Uh Rory is kind of laughing along, uh, listening to all of this, and then he kinda looks at his not watch on his wrist. He's like, I've gotta get back to my shift, but let me know when you get to the good parts. Alright, see you, man. And he just nods and disappears. Huh? Do you have, like, a direct line to the afterlife or something? Are you are, are yes. you talking to, like, dead people? Do you have yes. ghost buddies? Hey. Hey, uh, hey, Lawrence. Hey, Lawrence. Yes. Hey. Yes. I see dead people. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting that one. So sorry. <laughs> no sixth sense. Damn it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you guys spent your night bickering until Lawrence, I assume you just get too tired and you just go to bed in a bit of a huff. <laughs> oh no, he, like, straight up falls asleep, like, where he's sitting, like, mid-argument. He doesn't even Aww. intentionally go to bed, he just, like, mid-sentence nods off. Did he at least set up the computer for Maxine? It's still downloading everything. Oh god. <laughs> he gets to watch the download bar. Oh jeez. Um, I think eventually when the download finishes, you're kind of just sitting there for a good few minutes just watching the computer and it's like the sc- the light dims and it's like about to turn off and you're like, oh, god damn it, now I, got- now I got nothing to do. When Rory just pops in again and kind of touches the laptop and it boots up Ghost. <laughs> and he's like, well, you ready? Yes. <laughs> Too bad we can't uh, eat some popcorn. I... I would give anything to have some popcorn. Mm. Some some caramel on that. Ooh. Oh, that'd be so good. Anyway. Okay, okay, okay. And he kind of just watches the movie with you. <laughs> and like every once in a while he disappears, but then he usually comes right back. Yeah. So you guys sleep through the night or whatever you do to relax during the night. Um, it's the next morning. And uh, Lawrence, you get a text from Kieran saying... Uh, headed back to Nighthawks. See you there? I guess it's from Vinny more than Kieran. It's from Kieran's phone, but it's clearly Vinny's handwriting. Hey, Max, you want to go back to um, Nighthawks to meet up with um, those three guys again? He's half he's okay. half awake at this point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Alright. Give me like two minutes and I will be ready to go. Anything else we need? Uh, I'm I'm good. Okay, cool. And he hops in the driver's seat. All right. Yeah. You boot up your <laughs> boot up. You rev your uh, van up. It takes maybe a try or two, but yeah, and you're good to go. And you head out of this little kind of, I imagine you're still kind of parked next to the lake because it's just an exhausting day. Luckily, no tickets. No one bothered you in the middle of the night. And you drive off. You take the highway back. Uh, it is a, what did I say it was? A, th- a four hour trip? I believe so. Um, Kieran. Vinny and NOP, uh, you guys go get some breakfast at a local diner. What do you order? And I have um, onion pancakes. <laughs> Gary does a laugh. Um, the waitress is like, uh, we don't um, serve that. We, we can give you some um, onion rings on the side. That would work. Okay. And she lists it down. She's like, and uh, goes and leaves. Kira's like, what is with you and onions lately? Onions taste good. Funyuns taste good. 
Funyuns dipped in chocolate milk taste good. Huh. You know what? There, you know there's better uh, vegetables and onions out there. More flavorful ones. Hell, we should probably... Oh, we actually probably should... We don't really know anything about your physiology. We, we might be just feeding you garbage. I mean, we are feeding you garbage. How do we know that it's not going to, you know, backfire on us? So, NOP is wearing their helmet, but if you can see their face, they would be surprised that there is more tasty things out there than onions. We gotta get you a plate of fruit, and Karen kind of waves out the way, just like, a bowl of fruit, please, if you don't mind, a fruit parfait, and the waitress is just coming up, and after a few minutes, your food comes back. Uh, Karen just got some flapjacks with a side of sausage, Vinny got just an omelet and some bacon on the side, and you get your pancakes with a side of onion rings and some a bowl of fruit next to it with a little bit of yogurt it's like uh what are some good breakfast fruits <laughs> cantaloupe um pineapple there's a bit the green melon which i never eat because i don't like it um stuff like that how do you find all the food nop first starts by eating everything individually um finding the pineapple particularly interesting um, and then starts just mixing and matching as he, as they please, like dipping the onion ring in the yogurt, and then um, dropping a couple hunks of uh, pineapple in with his water, and just trying it all, just back and forth. And then he uh, looks over at Kieran and is like, "Why did you seem not disturbed, but?" unwilling when I mentioned wanting to dissect the naiad. I mean, it's... It, it, I mean, it would kill it, for one. And, well, listen, we're part of the hunter community to that. You know, we're, we're, we're trying our best. We're not one of those, um... You know, we're not one of those serial killers like the Winchesters. We're trying to do better and leave the world better than we found it. You know? But, um... Vincent has mentioned some positive things about the Winchesters. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're kind of superheroes in a way. Uh, they do some, I mean, they've unlocked some things that we never would have known about without their help. Kieran is like, yeah, but they could be a little bit more open, I believe. I mean, don't they have some fancy bunker and none of us are invited to it? NOP nods and is like, the only reason I want to dissect things is to try and find out how they work so they are easier to deal with. I don't think you have the expertise for that quite yet. We know some people who are better at this kind of discovery without, you know, killing them. NOP nods and dips a slice of melon in some um, maple syrup and eats it. If it can't be helped, I'll let you I'll let you do what you want to do. But lives come first. I agree. Glad to hear it. Yeah. And you guys have your breakfast. Yeah. Karen just like wants to stop at a couple like famous places at Bellingham. Like she's like, you know, there's a really famous ice cream place here. We should pick, pick up some just for you. Yes. I hear that they have a spicy flavor. I have not had spicy before. Vinny is like, I, I'll I'll try a little bit of that. And then Karen is like, oh, oh shit, wait. 
what day is it? Vinny, what day is it? And Vinny's like, um, it's the uh, 14th. And Karen is like, oh, shit. We got to go back to the bar for sure. I don't think we can stop for anything. And she kind of gets up and leaves money for the tab and starts heading for the car. You guys follow back to the car um, and you guys start heading back to Cleel and back to Nighthawks. Um, so a few hours go by in your respective cars and eventually you come back to, you cross the, uh, the mountain range uh, and come onto the other side of the mountains, which is a little bit more brown. And you end up back in Cleelum. When Kiard and Co. get back here, we're going to divvy up um, who goes where. And like a maybe like half an hour later, um, Kieran, Vinny, and NOP show up. And Ariana's like, all right, let's time to divvy it up. And she uh, kind of pulls down a uh, whiteboard, you know, like kind of a projector, but it's like a blackboard um, from like the ceiling. <laughs> and she's like, all right, Bellingham pack, Chelsea, you got that? And there's this like very um karen looking women okay. in the background and she, she's like yep i can do that upper and lower seattle um how about lawrence max you take upper kieran you take lower all right sounds good all right uh olympia that's you sarah and sarah is uh kind of cheerfully nods and like twirls her keys around her finger and heads out um central washington that's the horsemen and like these four dudes kind of all like nod and <laughs> do their beers up and like a cheers and they stay a little bit longer. Um, Cheney, Reed, you want that? And this kind of ambiguously gendered person just nods um, sharply before finishing their drink and heading out. Um, and lastly, the Spokane pack, that'll be Evan. How about you? And just kind of a nondescript very stereotypical looking hunter guy also gives a nod finishes his drink and heads out some people have to head up to ariana and get like directions for the place um you guys take your turn and she writes down uh two addresses one for lawrence and maxine and one for kieran and nop and she says kind of to uh both both groups like Oh, um, while you're in Seattle, Pastor Sebastian, he purified and blessed a big batch of holy water for us. And Lawrence said to you, the van, could you maybe uh, pick it up while you're in the area? It, he'll show you the pack as well. He's going to help you as well. Would you mind doing that? Not a problem. Cool. Yeah, that'd be really useful. So you guys have your assignments. Um, Kieran and Vincent like start heading out for the car when Kieran's like, well... NLP, would you actually mind going with them? I think they're going to need your help more than we will. I've dealt with the lower pack. They, well, they're already difficult enough accepting help. I think having your company might freak them out a little bit. No offense. No offense taken. Plus, you can help them pack the holy water in the car. I'm sure they could use a little muscle. That, that sounds good. Before I go, Vincent, how are you doing? I know your sister, Molly is well you know oh you're actually going to um you're actually going to meet her yeah she's with the uh, upper seattle pack um yeah say hi to her when you're there i guess i'll kind of i'll stop by later on after the full moon and uh give her a shout okay i will inform her of your uh, of you come stopping by to see her yeah i really appreciate it thanks
Yeah, so Enopy, you join Lawrence and uh, Maxine. I assume like you guys are getting your car ready, checking like your kind of uh, gear, making sure you got stuff for werewolves. Um, it's mostly like silver items. You probably got a few already. Uh, if you need anything else, though, you can probably ask uh, Ariana or check with any of the other like hunter places, you know. So um, NOP walks up with his giant demonic looking blade, um, another blade strapped again, uh, across his back and a uh, big magnum um, in his belt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a big, big magnum condom strapped to his belt. No, no, like a god. It's like, I've been informed that I should come with you, that the group they're dealing with is more skittish, so my help will be better served for you. Yeah, it sounds good. Pile on in. We got plenty of space. You guys pack up, and you get in your car, and you are headed to Upper Seattle. I'm like like trying to psych up my brain to be like okay be on the ball think of things be do some improvising but instead my brain is just sitting in the bathroom like my god this cave is full of blunt and smoking my god this cave is full of blunt and smoking (laughs) (laughs) now i'm just stuck there like thanks cool great i mean like the past 10 minutes my brain has just been playing like ambient elevator music Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Mimpanina goes walking. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> it's either that or have you heard that um song where they mixed the they mixed the song Misery by Maroon Five and um CPR by Cupcake? And then they just keep adding songs to it. Oh my god. So, like, somebody added the Reese's Puffs song, like the Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs, eat them up, eat them up. So you have the, I, I give dick by giving, I save dick by giving it CPR while that is playing, while I am in misery is also playing. And then people keep adding more and more songs. And I'm like, yeah, that's what's going on in my brain at any given moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I mm, I don't know if I should mention this part if I should wreck on it because I wanted I wanted Br- uh, Br- uh, Baradiel, who is another barista at the Nighthawks bar, um, while Ariana is kind of like listing out all the people who are going where and everything. Um, he kind of like stops and makes a drink for Lawrence. He's like, "Hi, Lawrence, how are you doing?" Sorry, I have food in my mouth right now. Give me a second. <laughs> that's in canon i'm good i'm good how how are <coughs> sorry i'm choking <clears throat> how are you brat br- yeah i uh, barry barry sure sorry barry shit I'm sorry very good. Here. good to hear it barry <laughs> how was your last hunt uh you know um almost drowned but other than that it, it was pretty nice i oh no oriented like the hundred movies in the Walmart parking lot later, so. Oh dear, that sounds very scary. I'm sorry about that. Do you want to talk about it? I mean, what are the feds really gonna do? It's like a bunch of movies from the 80s. I don't think they would have made much money off of it anyway. I'm not too worried. I was mostly talking about the traumatizing experience of almost drowning. 
Oh. Are you sure you're okay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I, I love to swim. It, it was fine. It was mostly that it was very, very cold. You ever did that thing, the like polar plunge thing? Didn't they do that for like polar bears or some shit? I nor my vessel have done that. Uh, okay. Maybe sometime I'll give it a try. It's cool. Very refreshing. It's okay to be scared, Lawrence. Nah, nah, and They're nah. just kind of giving you a smile, and Ariana's like, Thanks, I appreciate it. I'll let you know if I'm, I'm ever uh, uh, afraid, I guess. Um, thanks for the drink! Yeah, anytime. I'm always here for you. And he slowly walks away from the bar. <laughs> Barry kind of looks back at um, Ariana, who gives him a tentative thumbs up. <laughs> And then, okay, so we're back to driving across um, across the mountains again. Uh, this time, it's the three of you. Hooray. <laughs> Finally don't have to split the party up. Yay! <laughs> we hate to see it. Um, and yeah, you guys are crossing uh, the mountains. It's about, what is it, like two-hour drive, I believe? Are you listening to something other than K.K. Slider this time? We are listening to K.K. Slider still, but it's a it's a different genre. It's no longer, you know, the current top 40s. It's mostly 80s music. <laughs> mostly 80s, that's good. Enipi, do you have any thoughts about... Do you have any music preference so far, from what you've heard? I enjoy the louder sounds. Um, I believe people call it polka music. Polka music? I like, I like polka and bagpipes. Polka and bagpipes. Got any artist recommendations? Uh, put on some Weird Al, maybe. I don't know if Weird yes. Al did any polka. Does Weird Al do polka? I'm pretty damn sure. Uh, yes, Weird Al has a song called um, uh, Angry White Boy Polka. <laughs> okay. Hey Siri, play Angry <laughs> White Boy Polka. Did they have Siri in 2013 yet? Yes. Okay. I, so. I don't think and like Cortana or any other ones existed. So you know what? I guess he has like a shitty first generation iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> the first generation that had Siri or whatever. But yeah, so he, he says that to um, the phone while uh, while he's driving. And it starts playing. Oh, God. He turns the volume all the way up. Oh, my God. Yep. So you listen to Poca all the way there. To whatever emotions you guys have about we it. We play that exact song on repeat. Nightmare crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you drive through uh, the mountains. There, It's just covered in pine trees. Um, very beautiful. Very, very green compared to Cleelum, which you just went through, which is just very brown. And I'm not bitter about it. It starts to get more uh, busy. The highways like widen out a bit. And eventually, uh, you crest um, one more hill, and you see the Space Needle off in the distance, surrounded by like a dozen skyscrapers. You don't really get into Seattle proper because the the directions, the address that Ariana gave you is a lot is more in the suburbs outside of Seattle. So you guys take a turn and you go through, wind through the uh, suburbs until you reach this church with the sign Credence Community Church outside. Um, you pull into the parking lot. It's a one-floor church. You pull in around like one, like four p.m. Uh, it's like sunset, and the windows of this church kind of like reflect that light. In that, like, there's 
light pouring down onto the uh, street that is like red and yellow and just like these warm colors um, fading out. It's like a very 70s-ish looking building. It's clearly aged and it really needs an upgrade, but they just haven't done it yet. And in the parking lot, there is a man uh, waving to you. He has kind of salt and pepper hair that matches his black and white vestments. Um, He has like thick oval glasses and um, he has like kind of crinkly eyes behind them. And when you exit the car, he says, uh, evening friends, Ariana sent you, yeah? Sorry, shit. I'm still coughing. I actually wasn't choking, but like as a joke, I pretended to, and then I got some of my food lodged in my throat. So thanks. <laughs> I'm I'm smart. I'm so smart, aren't I? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, something about uh holy water or some something like that. Yeah, I have some uh some good holy water. Uh, it's inside. Would you mind giving me a hand with it? Not not a problem. Lead the lead the way, partner. And he sees NOP kind of get out of the car, like the whole van kind of like bounces with her coming out of it, and his eyes kind of widen a bit. It's like, oh wow, you really brought <laughs> some help. Uh, here, I'll show you the way. And he kind of brings you inside. Um, there's just like a line of pews leading to a fairly small altar. This is definitely a community church. And he brings you into, uh, well, he co- he goes over to like a very small kind of fountainy looking basin that has like a bunch of uh, bottles placed next to it. And he picks up a good amount of them in his arms and starts bringing them to the back of the car. Yeah, Lawrence starts, you know, carrying stuff after him and they kind of go back and forth for however long that takes, I guess. Yeah, he kind of waits for you at the back of the car and like checks to see where you put the bottles so that he knows where it's okay to put them. Um, and you guys take a couple trips. There's a decent amount. There's a pretty a good amount of bottles. Like there's enough for like like two dozen hunters. Holy shit! Just how big is this operation? It's like, well, <laughs> I provide a very important service. Okay. Well, thank you. Um... You're you're Sebastian. not a father, okay, Sebastian. Sorry, I'm not real. I don't know much about church, but I appreciate it. It's okay. Uh, you can call me Seb if you, if it's easier. I don't mind at all. Thanks, Sebastian. I think Ariana said that you guys were willing to help with um the uh the the wolf the werewolves tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're here, right? Uh, if you want, I could show you the way there. Um, there's he like kind of pulls out a set of keys, and there's like a small Honda uh behind him. That is just completely dwarfed by your van. <laughs> My big ass wizard van. Yes, he's like, oh, nice, nice van. By the way, very good mar- craftsmanship. Thanks. I um got my brother to do it uh, a few years back. Yeah, it um it probably needs some retouching, but I love this old girl. And he like slaps aside, and you hear something thunk inside. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> He kind of gives like a soft laugh. Um, and he's like, uh, well, I'll, I guess just follow me there. Um, and he gets into his car and he, <laughs> he's kind of a fast driver. So he like, but he's just like come off as like very meek and a little mild bit quiet. Mannered. Yes. Mild mannered. And then he gets in his car and he just oh, like, like a slams on the reverse, <laughs> slams forward to the end of this driveway. <laughs> like, oh shit. Okay. Edie Gonzalez here. Yeah. <laughs> Is he one of those people who weaves through traffic? Yes. <laughs> I have to follow him. 
Yeah, he is really difficult to follow, and it is by truly a miracle that you never fully like lose him. Like sometimes he just like slams on his brakes and waits for you guys to catch up, and then he zips right back on. <laughs> I guess the big man really is looking after him. I would have died if I pulled <laughs> any of those maneuvers. You see this shit? Yeah, that's uh he's a brave one. He should be more careful. Sometimes people get hit by cars. Exactly. Exactly, and it's nasty. <laughs> um so after a few minutes of trying your best to follow him, he you managed to find his car pulled into the driveway of um this large like three-story victorian style house um it's kind of like on a small hill so there's like these you can see sebastian going up like this long um set of white painted stairs uh leading up to there um the house despite like its architecture it's not very aged it has like this beautiful um clean navy paint with white trim onto it and there's like a kind of like a tower you know how some Victorian houses have? There's like a bit of a tower built into it. And as you guys pull up, I assume as you're climbing um, the stairs, you kind of reach the top and you see Sebastian is in a absolute bear hug from this like short, barrel chested, very hairy man. Pull This man pulls uh, back from Sebastian and gives him a clap on the shoulder with this big grin. Um and then next to him is this short woman and like the top of her head, like barely reaches Sebastian's chin. And Sebastian isn't really like that tall. He's like pretty average sized. And the woman also gives not quite a bear hug, but gives him like a nice polite hug as well. And as you guys reach the top of these stairs, perhaps a little bit winded, some of you, these two new people look at you with kind of a look of appreh- apprehension. But Sebastian is like, oh, uh, they're with me. Don't worry. Yeah, we're with Dominic Toretto over here. Christ, <laughs> how do you drive that tiny little car so quickly? Power of God. It's always with me. Keeps me safe. Something's with you. And I mean, what kind of cop is going to pull over a priest, honestly? And the big hairy man comes over and like with his arms outstretched or yeah, outstretched for like a handshake. And he's like, welcome. My name's Virgil. This is Adelaide. He points to the woman behind him. Uh, kind of like speaking over Sebastian, like <laughs> his voice is like booming compared to him. He, you notice that there's like some scars on like his face and especially his arms. And he like takes your hand each and gives you like a big firm handshake. And he's like, well, c- come on in, come on in. Uh, come meet the rest of the pack. If you're going to be helping us, uh, d- don't worry. They don't bite. <laughs> <laughs> very forced laughter from from Lawrence. <laughs> the woman I, in the back kind of just does a giggle. I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> it like kind of like tries to like elbow in a pee, but I don't even know how far up his arm comes on them. So <laughs> probably gets him like right around like the stomach, like hip area. I don't know. And he leads you inside and Sebastian and the women uh, follow into this house. As you go inside, um, because I assume you do. It is clearly a Seattle house. It is maximalist as hell. There is tapestries like hanging from the ceiling and there's plants, vines are hanging from all over these like tall overstuffed bookshelves. Um, The further in you go, there are paintings and like figurines and just art everywhere of wolves. And it's kind of hard to tell where like it's stopped 
being ironic and started just like genuinely like collecting these as like <laughs> just out of joy, just out of like representation. Uh, and speaking of wolves, like these two big huskies like come barreling into the room. You can hear them scratching up the wooden floors as they're making their way. Uh, but they suddenly like stop as they see this new group and they like are like sniffing the air. Uh, NOP immediately drops to his knees and like opens up his arms, like looking at the dogs, like puppers, 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 puppers. Lawrence oh, is geez. hiding behind Maxine. Big puppers. The gray husky, the slightly bigger one, takes a few like tentative steps forward and sniffs your hand, sniffs like all over your arms and everything before kind of jumping up and starts licking your face. Um, the other one comes over just, uh, a little less cautiously, but it kind of like skirt. it sees Maxine and it kind of skirts around her as it comes to greet at re Enopy. Like if Maxine was physical, he would like, if Maxine was a physical being, his hands would be on her shoulders. Like he would be crouched over, but unfortunately he can't <laughs> actually touch her, but he is fucking <laughs> He is trying to build any sort of barrier between him and the dogs possible. <laughs> Y'all don't even know how much it hurts that I can't pet these guys. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, but I had to. Of course, the animals would be, like, nervous about a ghost. Uh, so, um, what are their names? Oh, their names? Oh, their names? Yeah. The Oh, yeah. This is Shannon and this is Delaney. Hi. And uh, Shannon's the more brave one. Yeah, they kind of, yeah they just like climb all over you and are just like trying to lick your face. <laughs> and Adelaide, the woman, kind of comes over and like p- tries to pull on their collars a bit. Like, all right, all right, sorry about that. They're they get really excited. <laughs> I-, I can tell. Uh, very uh, uh, friendly girls you got there. Virgil just kind of gives another <laughs> laugh, and he like. Just does a like a whistle. I was about to do a whistle. That'd be bad audio. He does a whistle, and the dogs immediately like come to his side and are kind of jumping more on him. But he, but clearly he is the alpha, so they they stay on the ground for the most part, and they just follow him. He like uh, waves at you to follow him into the uh, next room, where it is clearly a dining room. Although there's like a big ass table and there's eight chairs around it but each chair is completely different from the one next to it like it's clearly all like thrifted chairs um and in three of these chairs are these you can assume members of the pack who are very like very clearly different and Enopy, you would recognize well i guess all of you would but Enopy especially you would recognize this first one who is um kind of a pale blonde um she's kind of like prim and petite she has like these necklaces of like pearl and crystal and gold she actually looks a lot like uh vinnie although the hair the hair color is must be dyed because they have different hair color and virgil kind of goes down the line and he's like all right so this is molly pointing at the one that i just described and she's hi um he goes to the this one is ashton ashton is this lean built um even from like his very laid-back seat you can tell he's like a tall ass dude uh he's got like the short sandy hair and these freckles that really stand out against his skin and it's just like hey and this one is frankie and frankie is has this green hair in a very messy bun um it gives you a big wide smile and you can very noticeably has this sleeve tattoo that is like all geometric patterns and 
if you look a look a little bit closely, like some of them are like molecules and like different like scientific formula shit things. And they kind of like put their hand up they're like, ah, good to meet you. And a second like and like there's a bit of silence as everybody is like not quite sure what to say next. And Frig is like, um, so you guys are like cool, right? You guys are like cool. Well, I'm not entirely certain what they are. She's a ghost. Like I like to think we're cool. Yeah, I think I think it would be a little hypocritical if we weren't cool. I mean, we're lame, but we're we're cool. We've we've had some trouble with hunters before. But uh if I mean, if one of you, you're you're really a ghost? Uh yeah. Here. Let me uh let me demonstrate. Can I can I touch your hand real quick? Oh yeah, Frankie like jumps up to like meet you and is very excited. <laughs> so, um I'm just going to go in for a little handshake and do my little little freaky cold ghost thing. Ooh, yeah, Frankie puts their <laughs> hand in and then like kind of waves it like, "Ooh, cool." <laughs> yeah, it's great to meet you guys. I I love your place here. Uh Virgil's like, "Yeah, thank you." Uh I mean, this is the uh the wolves den as I like to call it. And Adelaide's like, "Oh god, I thought we agreed <laughs> never to call it that again." And Ashton's like, oh, "I like it." And Molly's like, "That's cuz you're the one who came up with it." Molly, your uh brother says they will be here later to see you. She kind of lights up a little bit like, "Oh, hey, uh y- you know Vincent?" "Yes, we've been traveling a bit together, doing some hunting here or there." You must be NOP then, right? I am. It is nice to meet you, finally. Do you have your uh, helmet on? And, like, all your leathers and stuff? Currently, yes. Uh, she's like, can I? Um, she kind of, like, mimes, like, lifting the visor. Can I Can I see? Uh, you are, uh, everyone here is, as they say, cool as well, correct? Everybody kind of, like, looks at each other and then nods. Uh, he, he, they remove their helmet. There is like a gasp <laughs> and then like a little bit like, oh, I shouldn't have gasped um, as you do that. And Ashton goes from like his like really laid back seat to like sitting upright in his chair like, whoa, that is, whoa, what are you? I am NOP. I do not, I, I honestly do not know. Man, why kind of got bit by like one of you? I have to, that'd be so cool. What do you do? Do you have any? Do you have any like cool powers or anything? Um, n- not that I. I am fairly strong. I've been hit by a truck before and survived it. Oh shit! Well, I'm so sorry. You what? Uh, there was a puppy on the freeway. I went onto the freeway and was hit by a truck. the The puppy was okay. What about you? What happened? I mean, clearly you made it. Um. Yes, I was uh, injured, and M- Molly, your brother, helped me, uh, a- as did Kieran. Enough about boring stuff. What happened to the dog? The dog is <laughs> the dog was fine. The dog is okay. Where is it now? Um, I don't know. It ran off of the freeway when I got hit by the truck. It, it, but if you would really like me to bite you, Ashton, I can. I don't think it will do anything. <laughs> and Virgil's like, well, we don't want to make any um, crossbreeds or anything. Ashton, you're already uh, you're already difficult enough as it is during the full moon. And Ashton's like, oh man, that'd be really cool though. I'd be like, 
I mean, like one of those, like, you know, the, one of those wolves on like DeviantArt, you know, like a, like a neon wolf. Can you imagine <laughs> that? And like turns to Molly and Molly's like, like those ones you used to draw, you know, I remember those. <laughs> Lawrence is like coughing, laughing, trying to like hide the fact that he understands what they're saying. He finds it <laughs> hilarious. Adelaide's like, well, um, it, would you guys like some dinner? I have some uh, human food ready. Yes, I, I would appreciate that. Is is that is that food made out of humans? No, 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 no. We uh, well, we try to avoid that as much as possible. Been how uh, how many years? Virgil is like uh, four four years since our last accident. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not too bad. A couple more, and we'll make a new record. So human food is food made for humans, not out yeah. of humans. Okay. And Adelaide goes into the like the kitchen next to the uh, dining room, and you can hear like crinklings of like aluminum foil and stuff as she gets ready. Um, and Virgil's like, "Well, uh, sit, sit, sit." I'm, I'm I'm sorry if this is a rude question, but I do have to know what do you normally eat then, if not human food? I thought werewolves are just people who sometimes, you know, go go a little a little bloodthirsty. Around the uh, full moon, we tend to just. Uh, we prefer raw meat. Just it's it's just a craving. Don't worry, we got we got this ethically and all that. Okay, okay. But I uh, hope it doesn't gross you out, though. You know, pe- people have their preferences. I I prefer well done. You prefer a little rare. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, we'll see if we could do that some other time. Um, the three younger members of the pack kind of go into the kitchen, and after a little while, like there's kind of moving around in the kitchen, some like laughs, some kind of jabs at each other. And eventually um, Adelaide comes back with like this casserole pan. I was trying to think, could not think of the word for a second there. My brain is still full of blunt and smoking. <laughs> so Adelaide comes back with a casserole pan. It is chicken and water chestnut casserole, which I had recently. It was so good. Oh my God. And the other, for the other pack come out with like plates of raw meat that is as nicely plated as it can be for raw fucking meat <laughs> and places it between like the three of them and then one in front of Virgil who's at like the head of the table basically. What did you say the casserole was again? Chicken and water chestnut. That sounds good. It is good. Highly recommend it. I can send you a riser recipe if you want. Um so Molly and Ashton are kind of just like joking between e- each other. Frankie is kind of curious in you guys. It's like so what do you guys uh What'd you guys like hunt? Uh, some like water thing, like a water woman. A naiad. Yeah, that. Whoa, that's so cool. Uh, where was it? Uh, some lake. I can't remember the name. Bullweather. <laughs> oh, Bullweather. Cool. Oh my gosh. It, uh, was she like as, as like pretty as like they say, or is she like something else? Let me tell you, she did not look like a like normal pretty person she definitely looked fishy (laughs) ashen kind of like turns to nop and it's still like staring and like kind of going like back and forth leading and like whoa your skin is like your skin's like glassy that is so cool can i can i like can can i like touch it and molly like gives him a slap on the shoulder it's like you can't just do that i think that would be okay um, and AOP removes one of the, their gloves and, like, holds out their hand. 
Yeah, Ashton kind of grabs your hand. What does it feel like? Um, I forget if it's like squishy or if it's hard. So it's 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 squishy. It's like you're touching like a, a like a reptile, like sort of the more amphibian actually. Is like not quite a sliminess to it, but your like hand can sort of feel through the skin and like any any kind of bone ish stuff cartilage you can like feel through it. Yeah, Ash is like that is so cool. So like where like where'd you come from? Like were you human before? Did something make you like this? I do not know. What do you, like what do you mean? Um. I legitimately don't know quite where I came from. Molly's like starting to be a little bit more interested instead of <laughs> trying to keep Ashton reined in. Is like, y- you don't know where you came from? You have amnesia? I, um, yeah, I don't. I, I've not, n- n- no, no real answer. Uh, sorry. I, sorry. We shouldn't be prying Ashton. Ashton's like, sorry. I just, think it's really cool are you like maybe you're like an alien or something i maybe these are questions i ask myself every night before i try to sleep well i hope you get your answers eventually we really appreciate that you're helping us out it'd be good to have some someone who looks like they could take us on when we're uh changed and all that i i'm curious um one of the shows that I watch in the late night is food. Have you tried Carpaccio? Carpaccio? Um, and Frank is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. I actually don't know what it is. Sorry. It is a raw meat dish that is cleaned by being spritzed with essentially like lemon juice. So it is legitimately just raw beef. Huh. Yeah, Frankie is like, oh yeah, that stuff. That stuff is really good. It's always a treat when we get to do that instead of you know, uh, this. No offense, Adelaide. And Adelaide just kind of gives her a look and just nods. So after like some time eating and like talking to each other, getting to know each other, uh, Virgil kind of clicks on his like tinks his glass a little bit, and he's like, "All right, so let's get down to business." So tomorrow night is the full moon. We have a cage in the basement. Um, that the four of us will be put into. Uh, it's your guys' job. Uh, have you guys ever done a job like this? Have you ever taken care of babysats and werewolves before? Uh, it's been a while, but I've I've done some werewolf babysitting. Yeah, it hopefully will be a little bit similar, but everybody has their own way of dealing with it. So basically, you're just going to keep an eye on us through the night and just keep us from escaping. Um, it's pretty unlikely. We have the place pretty well fortified, but... It does happen occasionally, but knowing that you guys are here definitely puts me more at ease. We do get a little bit rowdy sometimes. Um, if we do get out, there's we have two tranquilizer guns downstairs that should be all prepped and ready to go at a moment's notice. Um, just take us out as quickly and without hurting us uh, as much as you can. You don't have to worry about me so much. I'm I'm actually a pureblood, so I can take care of myself for the most part. I have my brain mostly with me, but it's it takes a lot of concentration to do that. So it's mostly these three that you got to keep an eye on. Do you have a place for me to keep my weaponry? I am afraid that I might instinctively use it. Um, 
I would rather it be away from me so I don't harm you. Oh, um, you could leave it, um, here or you can just leave it in the car, I suppose. Yeah, we can keep him in the van. Yeah, everything should be locked up in the van and I don't think it'll get to the point where we'll have to chase anyone, you know, down the street or beyond the property. That sounds good. Ash is like, what? What kind of weaponry are you talking about? A giant ebony blade. No fucking way can I see it. Yeah, that thing is pretty sick. They they seem apprehensive, but they do let let them see it. Uh, you guys finish your dinner. You're pretty much already close there anyway. And you take Ashton and I and Frankie and Molly follow suit because they're also pretty curious and. I think everybody just follows you to the van and you pull out your big, beautiful sword, your fucking cloud final fantasy sword. And Ashton's like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Can I, can I try it? Yes, but be, be careful. Yeah. You hand the sword to him and it immediately just (laughs) like, he grabs a hilt and he's so excited and it just like drops to the ground. It is way too heavy for him. And he's like trying to pull it up. <laughs> and eventually he like manages to like, s- like get enough momentum to swing it. And he like falls backwards with it a bit before he manages to right himself. And he is like, clearly he- this guy is like tall and actually pretty well built. And he is still struggling with this sword. And he's like, hey, Molly, 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 Molly get a picture of me. Who am I? Who am I? And he like does like a very anime pose. And Molly's like, Oh Jesus. And takes out her phone and takes a picture uh, before he hands the sword back to you. And OP grabs it with one hand and slips it into the van. God damn. You are strong. Um, uh, thank you. Adelaide is kind of like looking at the sword with a lot of apprehension. And she kind of breathes a sigh of relief when uh, you put the sword back. You guys go back the stairs up the stairs, uh, back into the house. And uh, Virgil's like, well, uh, I'll show you the basement so you know what you're working with, at least. You go into the uh, go into the basement down like some creaky stairs. It is pretty unremarkable, save for the half side of it that is like lined with steel wire fencing. Does it look like that fucking... Okay, remember in Teen Wolf how there was a basement that was like a half normal and then the other half was fucking cages? Exactly. Oh my god, that's exactly... You'd think that they would have figured out a less creepy looking way to do this. A more like comfortable, (laughs) oh my god, safe room. Yeah, it doesn't help that this one has, like, a couple, like, chains and, like, shackles on the walls. Um, And there's, like, scratch marks everywhere. There's, like, some, like, large cow bones on the floor with, like, a bunch of bite marks in it. But then there's also, like, a few dog toys and, like, a blanket. There's even, like, a tire hanging from the ceiling on that side of the enclosure. Real homey. Yeah, and actually, it, there is a little bit of hominess in the, the human side of the basement where there's just, like, a couch on a rug and there's, like, a little bit of a seating area. There isn't, like, a TV or anything like that. There is a radio that's playing some music right now. It's actually playing Freebird. And it's, there aren't, like, any magazines or anything. There isn't really anything to, like, entertain yourself. It seems like they just 
it's just a place to sit and focus because there is um the guns, the tranquilizer guns mounted on the wall behind the couch, like within pretty easy reach. Uh, one has like a, one of the tranquilizers has like a short muzzle and the other looks more like almost like a sniper rifle. And Virgil is like, so, yep, this is the enclosure. We're going to tighten up all the bolts and everything tonight. But um, do you guys have somewhere to stay for the night? That's what the van's for, brother. I mean, you're welcome to... We have plenty of room if you if you guys want to stay the night, but um, I won't begrudge you that. And Virgil kind of claps his arms together. He's like, well, they all kind of like head back up the stairs with or without you. And do you guys pretty much have the night to do what you want? You could actually... Uh, if you guys want, you can you probably have enough time tomorrow that you can drop off the uh, holy water and come back here if you want. It's not that far. Uh, yeah, let's. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll do that. Um, two of you can come with me if you want to, but I'll start making the rounds. I mean, I have to come with you. It's only a four-hour drive round trip, right? Yeah, it is an hour, twenty minutes to there, and then so pretty much three hours round trip. All right, Enope, you want to come? Uh, yes, but may I say goodbye to the dogs first? Yeah, sure. I'll be in the car. Yeah, you see the dogs, and they hop right back onto you. And Adelaide is like, chit, 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 chit. nope, 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 nope. But they are still, like, jumping all over you and licking your face. Enope uh, picks one up like a baby. Aw. You are a good pupper. Yeah, it kind of squirms in your arms as, like, this is kind of, kind of like uh, this is weird. I don't I don't know how I feel about this. This has never happened to me before. <laughs> and then NLP lets it down gently. Yeah, it kind of does that weird, awkward thing that dogs do when you try to put them on the ground. They're like, don't remember how legs work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get the dog safely back on the ground, and it like does a soft bark at you before Virgil picks up a dog toy from the ground and like kind of low hand tosses it into the other room and the dogs go scurrying after it so you guys can spend the night in your van you can also take a bed in the uh house if you want which one of you might do because i don't know if there's enough room for <laughs> lawrence and nop to both sleep in the car unless nop like sleeps on the floor curled up in fetal position honestly whether or not lawrence um sleeps in the Van is really up to Max. Like, what what would work better for you since you have to be conscious? What do you think would be more best, like, more entertaining? I think being in the house would be nice. I can at least, like, explore. Mm -hmm. So you're going to explore the house? Yes. So uh, Lawrence still brings in the computer and sets it up to play one of the movies before he goes to sleep in case uh, Max <laughs> wants to watch it. And just, he's he's out cold. Which movie is it? That's up to you, Max. <laughs> okay. Hmm. It's first Shrek. OG Shrek. <laughs> he gets it set up so that um, when when one of the movies starts playing, as soon as it's over, another one will start. The uh, the minute it gets to the ogres are like onions thing, NMP starts clapping. Oh, NMP's <laughs> in the same room? Oh, maybe not. I don't know. I thought they were watching a movie, so NOP would join if if allowed. I think midway through the movie, or pretty late in the night, you, Max, hear a voice next to you saying, Oh, nothing like that. What in the bloody hell is that? And then you see, and Rory's staring at NOP with wide eyes. Oh, uh, that's NOP. They're 
uh, kind of on this on this job with us. So I I don't know what that thing is. I've never seen anything like it. Me neither. He actually like gets up and is like kind of walking around almost enemy and like wait where are you guys watching the movie in the van or in the house? Um, I think in the house, right? Yeah, because um, Lawrence got a room, and then I'm guessing probably if there's like a desk or any sort of table or something, he set up the computer there, plugged it in so that it wouldn't die, and just started playing one of the movies for. Her. And he's in the bed, like out. Snoring like a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, Rory is kind of like walking in circles around Enope, just like inspecting her. Enope, you notice nothing. You don't know it. You yeah, you don't notice a thing. Although sometimes, like, you do think you see something out of the corner of your eye, but when you like turn to see it, it's not there, and nothing was there in the first place. And eventually, Rory kind of stops walking in circles. Like, I, I, are you sure this is okay, Max? Um, I mean, they seem cool. We're cool. Um, I think this is like a we take it one step at a time kind of thing. So. Does it talk? Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. And again, be that's when like the onion, like onions show up and you like clap and Rory kind of flinches a bit. He's like, I, I would keep an eye on them if you could. I'm, I don't know what they are. I've never seen anything like it. It's like they're. I can't tell if it has a soul or not. Really? It's it's strange. They're just... I, I have no idea what to make of them. You can see souls? Of course I can. I'm a reaper. Huh. Why do you think I, I'm talking to you right now? Uh, okay. I, I still don't get the delineation between a ghost and a soul, so... They're one and the same, Max. So, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I think now is not the time. <laughs> it does get rather complicated. Let's watch your silly little kids movie instead. Okay. Yeah, and you guys watch Shrek for a little bit longer, although Rory gives a look to Enopy every once in a while, just scrutinizing them, but mostly just stays quiet through the rest of the movie. Um, yeah, so you guys spend the night, and then tomorrow night is the full moon, and you're gonna have to take care of these werewolves and make sure nothing bad happens. Sure hope Nothing bad happens. It's going to be fine. Smooth sailing. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. They've done this how many times? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. What could go <laughs> <Once>. wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Exactly. <laughs> Do, does anyone need to take a, like, a bathroom break or anything right now? That's no. a good time for it. Oh, I thought you meant our characters. I'm like, no, Lawrence never pees. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> he just has a diaper on all the time. <laughs> no, he, no, he just doesn't pee. He is dedicated. <laughs> Wearing an adult diaper. Dedicated and defecated. <laughs> I hate that. Oh, I hate that He's a lot. He's very dependable.